0: Each episode should connect you with someone else's story, but also leave you with practical tips and advice that you can use in your own life and in your own business.
1: Today we're speaking with Jess Walker, a serial entrepreneur from New Zealand who exited her first startup, Idol, an Airbnb management company in 2018, and has since gone on to start her next venture while working for a Sydney-based venture capital firm.
0: This episode was also recorded and aired live in our Facebook group, which you can find and watch by searching for the Female Founders Network on Facebook. This session was an absolute blast, and we're so excited to share it with you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Hi, Jess. How are you today? I'm really well, thanks. How are you? We're so good. (laughs) And we are actually sitting next to each other, you guys. It's a miracle.
1: <laughs> it's a COVID yes. miracle. It's a
0: COVID miracle. So restrictions have lifted in Sydney, Australia. If you're listening in from somewhere else in the world, mm. and so we are actually allowed to have Jess in our lovely studio, and like mm. only
2: thirty centimeters apart,
0: close yeah. to one point five meters. <laughs> and technically, there are four people in this room because one of them lives in my belly. Oh,
2: yeah, <laughs> right. Oh. So that's
0: so many people in one room. Like oh, who's <laughs> <laughs> Like looking around. What? Um, so, Jess, you have an amazing story, and I think it's amazing for a couple reasons. A, a lot of women know how want to know how not only to found and grow a business, but also how to sell one. And then mm. the other reason is we have a lot of people who have uh, jobs and high-pressure jobs, mm-hmm. and they want to know how to grow a business on the side, which is also something that you, you're doing.
2: Currently, yes. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> tell us about you.
2: Shall I start? With the first business.
1: Well, sorry. can we go back a little bit further than that? Oh, and yeah. talk about where you're when from. When I was born. yeah,
0: <laughs> When you're yeah. in the womb. <laughs> what was Not it like far. in there? <laughs> you and my mum
1: could compare nose. Right, we definitely could.
2: <laughs> um, so I am from New Zealand and yeah. I've grown up there my whole life. You can kind of hear a little bit of an accent when I say bit or seven Mm. or something, and Mm. within three minutes of meeting any Australian, they're like, wait, are you from New Zealand? (laughs) I'm like,
0: yes. Where the Americans you meet are like, oh, it's one of those britty accents. Not britty, but
2: britty. Are you Denmark? (laughs) Germany. (laughs) UK, UK. Everything's
0: English. Everything that sounds better than the American accent in our minds, we're like, it must be British.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's so funny. Um, So yeah, I grew up in New Zealand, um, had a very pretty humble, fun Amazing childhood. Whereabouts is it? Um, In Auckland. Yeah, Auckland. Yep. So I grew up in a very um, relaxed coastal town, Mm. um, and went to university. Did some did some travel, um, and I've always kind of been in startups. I've always Mm. wanted to start a startup, and throughout Mm. high school and university, I'd always have like little e commerce businesses or. Trialing something, I'd always be looking at the different trends overseas in America and see what was mm-hmm. coming to Australia and New Zealand next, and yep. just kind of keeping on top of all that. And at university, I studied um, event management, which was a complete waste of time. And sorry to anyone who else <laughs> who, <laughs> who studied that as well. But like for me, it was just kind of fun. But yeah. I also did a degree in business um, marketing and accounting.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And spent six months in San Diego with, with university, which was like cool. exactly what the movies look like with the sororities and the fraternities <laughs> and the parties. I know, honey. It's, <laughs> it's it is so much fun. Oh
0: my goodness. Everybody's like, um, yeah. It was everybody I know who is not American who went to American university for a while is like, it was like one big party. And I'm yeah, like, Yeah. Absolutely.
2: And like when they find out you're from New Zealand, like, You're from New Zealand? Oh my god, that's so cool. Like, <laughs> Like, is it cool? you just turned, like, Minnesota or something. It like, every single time. It's like, this rare breed from Did New Zealand. Did they know Zealand. where it was? Oh, uh, we were, like, across the bridge from Australia. Okay. Yeah, so it was just, like, a little walkway. Yeah. That's what okay. they thought. Yeah. Oh, and we yeah. had oh, as friends. oh, like, there was
0: a bridge. Yeah, they thought like there the was Sydney a real... Harbour <laughs> Bridge actually just yeah hop Went into first. New Zealand. Oh, wow no, that's... I'm sorry on behalf of <laughs> my okay. people. Anyway, They're keep lovely. going. Lovely yeah. people.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um... And then I went straight from there into a grad program uh, with a company called Vodafone. So they're a, gotcha. Joe, a small company,
0: guys. is <laughs> uh, a little tiny company called Vodafone. <laughs> for those of you listening in the US, that is a lot like a Verizon Wireless or something, one yeah. of the primary um, mobile providers.
2: Yes. yes. And then from there, I was six months into into doing that grad program when one of my old colleagues from an event company said, "Hey, do you want to?" Create five star incentive trips for people around the world? Hmm. And I said, yes, absolutely, I do. (laughs) Uh, And so it was the most outrageous (laughs) job I'll ever have in my life. And it was basically we'd fly to places like Aspen, Bora Bora, New Caledonia, Spain, and we'd create all these out of the box experiences that money couldn't buy. And it was for a company where they had really high sales targets. So if they met those targets, them and their partners could go on these beautiful trips. So This
1: was a job? Yeah, I was wow. 22 and
2: I was like flying in Bill Gates' helicopter and coming oh with stingrays and Bora Bora. And I was like, what is this life? <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. way too good to be true and it lasted about a year and then the company wasn't doing so well. The mm. people weren't meeting their sales.
1: Mm.
2: And so the first thing to go was obviously these multi million dollar trips that
1: what an experience. I loved
2: so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was amazing. It was really, really fun.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and so my role was made redundant, but then I was just kind of put into an admin style role, which really didn't fly no. after that kind of that mm. kind of um job. So kind of along the side of that I'd always been interested in startups and always wanted to build something. Mm-hmm. And so my boyfriend and I at the time would always go for walks and talk about different ideas. Um and kind of see if it's feasible or not and then validate it with yes or no and then either continue or not continue. Mm -hmm. And one day my parents were going away for, for two months and so they said, can you help us out and put our property on Airbnb, look after... The comms, the cleaning, the linen, the chicken, that kind of thing, Yeah. and we'll give you a cut of the money. <laughs> the chicken. And, oh yeah, see so that's totally one the New Zealand thing. What Can is the
0: chicken? Check in, check in. It's like the baggage chicken. I'm like, wait, did airport. you have chicken? That's what I
1: thought. <laughs> <laughs>
0: picturing this quaint New Zealand life with chickens in the backyard. brush eggs
1: every morning, guys.
2: (laughs) How How cool would that be,
1: though? (laughs) Check
2: in. See, there it is. (laughs) There it is. Checking in. Checking in, Checking in of the guests (laughs) and the chickens. (laughs) Anyway. So I did that and I made the money and I made myself money and I thought, well, why don't I just replicate that and turn it into a business? And so this is kind of the part where I was working full time and also working on the business and so
0: as the admin were you in the admin role? Yeah, in the admin role, yeah, okay. super
2: boring. Um, yeah. and so I would go to work at like five thirty in the morning, I'd build out a business plan and start building the website and learning how to do WordPress and basically YouTubing. What is a business? <laughs> um, and then I'd st- i do my normal full time job. How to make money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. without what salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How to live off nothing? <laughs> and so I I would do my full time job and then I'd go home and work on the business um, at night. And yeah. I did that for about two or three months. And because I was my background was marketing, I did a whole lot of marketing around it. And I just mm-hmm. wanted to test out like. You know the SEO and the search engine optimization, and and looking at how I could do Facebook ads and Instagram ads, and yeah. um, I basically that was all I did for it, and kind of set up the very basics of the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that yeah that that kept going for a few months, and then in the meantime I left my admin role because. It was extremely boring <laughs> and I went to an event management company and I'd been there for a month and I had my first big event at this company mm-hmm. and it was a flight from Auckland to Wellington, so the event was in, in Wellington and mm-hmm. a few days before the event I was, you know, talking to all of my suppliers and making sure everything was was locked in mm-hmm. and I was sitting at my desk and I get a phone call from one of the top radio presenters in New Zealand mm. and he, he was like, yeah, hi Jess. I was like, who is this man? "Um, I've seen your business, Idle Airbnb Property Management, online and would really like to do an interview on you. Do you have an operations or a marketing manager that we can speak to around the the Rugby World Cup that's coming up? (laughs) And I was like, mm-hmm.
0: I had He's one. Like, hang on, let me get her. Yeah, yeah. Hello? In my mind, I was like, I have
2: one customer. I have no systems in place. I don't even know what I do. And I have this big event in a few days' time and I just don't understand. And I was like, and then I just heard myself saying, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll just talk to my operations manager and get him to give you a call. Yeah. And so I hang up. Wait, what? Did you have one of those? No, I didn't. <laughs> I did not have one. It was literally like, me and a website. A <laughs> and then I call my boyfriend and I was like, hey, Sam, can you please be my operations manager and can you please call this guy back and do an interview in half an hour? And he's like, oh. And so we're sitting in the car basically creating what the business is yeah. and doing like an, a fake interview with one another. And he stops me and he says, look, Jess, I think you need to do the interview yourself. Mm. And so I just picked up my big girl pants, and I called him back and I said that my whole team was busy and I'll do the interview.
0: Lucky and, you, you get the CEO. I know, he's, he's like,
2: he's like, so what do I call you? And I was like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing? Imposter? <laughs> girl uh, on website? The world's
0: best bullshitter. <laughs>
2: yeah, and so he's like, so what do I call you? And I was like, uh, um, it, it, it founder? <laughs> there I you like like, great, founder. And so we did the interview and it was fine, I went back to work. Yeah. And then half an hour later he calls me again and he said, hey, uh, I've been speaking to the New Zealand Herald. They love the the story and they really want to do a video interview on you. Are you available at 4 o'clock today to come to my house and do like a fake home assessment for the for your company? And I was just like, yeah, no worries. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. And keep in mind, like I was so focused on this event. Mm-hmm. So like, it was pretty like crunch time before the event. I had no makeup on. My hair was a mess. I was wearing ripped yeah. jeans and I yeah. just – was not prepared. Yeah. So I left work, told my boss that um, my house was flooding or something, and <laughs> I called my flatmate, and I was like, I need I need an outfit, and then I called this hairdresser. I've never done this before. I, I got a blow wave. Yeah. Never like, I was 22. I was like, I don't even know what a blow wave is, okay, I guys, feel like that, I need That's that. a blowout? Oh, blowout. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh, so in every country it's different. Blow wave, blow out, blow dry.
2: See, I don't even know if it's blow wave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, know. this was, like, not even a thing until, like, what? Yeah. Five years ago. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I need a blowout. And, like, you're spending an extra 50 bucks on a blowout.
2: Yeah. It's wild. It's the only time I've ever done it. But Yeah. Your hair never (laughs) looks better. It's so good. Anyway. Maybe I should start again. Um, (laughs) And so... I end up getting to his house, and I must have looked really stressed because he's like, do you need a glass of wine? And I said, yes, absolutely.
0: Um, Can I have all the wine? Yeah, can I have three bottles? Thank you. I'm the CEO, haven't you fucking heard?
2: (laughs) Exactly. And so we did the interview, and I went home and just kind of— probably cried or something. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is a lot.
0: And then the next day, I was meant to Do you to remember get- the interview or did you like blank out?
2: Um, I remember the big bright lights in the camera.
0: Yeah. Oh, wow. And then you oh. kind of like,
2: just... Shaking. Yeah. Go into <laughs> mode.
0: It's so funny. I've done a lot it's of interviews crazy. with people, like yeah. working in, in media and marketing for a long time. And it's so funny how a completely different person, like you'll be having yeah. a one-on-one conversation. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, yeah, okay. And then the camera comes on and they're like, and it's a completely different human mm-hmm. And you'll be like, well, how did it go? They don't even remember what yeah. they just said. What do you uh. mean? How, what, what am I doing? Yeah, we go in a mild shock.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what happened.
1: How I think, think my- so how do you think they found you? And like, what was their angle with the story mm. that they were like really interested in doing it? So... I think because I was
2: one of the only ones that was marketing the Airbnb property management company. Mm. Like you have like your holiday homes and that kind of thing. But my angle was making the most out of your idle spaces, which is why it's called Idle, which I now hate the name because everyone thinks it's about like Billy Idle or New Zealand (laughs) (laughs) Idle. But it's I-D-L-E. And so there was a, I think it was, it wasn't the Rugby World Cup. It was the Lions Rugby Tour Mm. coming to New Zealand. And it was an influx of people and hotels were going to be full. Yeah. um, Mm -hmm. And so people wanted to make money. Um, on their properties. And so Uh, that's how they found me. I think because I was doing all this marketing, it was just getting out, I guess. Um, So, yeah, it was quite lucky that they Mm -hmm. did find me.
0: And (laughs) also, for those of you who are listening in from other countries, New Zealand is kind of known for their rugby skills. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Um, It's all we do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very small island there, very few activities.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. we do rugby and rugby. Extremely
0: (laughs) well, extremely well. So when there is a rugby event in New Zealand, you guys get... All of the love we
2: do, we are. Yeah. Uh, I'm very patriotic about our rugby, it's <laughs> as kind you of you should have be. to be, yeah, as you should to be. To be a New Zealander, you have yeah. to be, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: in New Zealand in 2015 for the oh, World Cup you? and went to watch the final, and it was like four in the morning when the final was on, and the pub was full. Oh, yeah, like everyone was so The passionate. streets were wild, were yeah. they? It was, it was so great, so cool.
0: It's like <laughs> watching the Ohio State Clemson game, guys, like back home. <laughs> like that <laughs> it's, sounds
2: fun, yeah, that <laughs> it, although well, it's <laughs> if you can remember it. The San I went to um, the San Diego State football games and they were unreal. Like the atmosphere there is like ten times any all blacks game I've ever been to.
0: It's fun. It's American like universe college football. Mm. There's nothing, nothing I've experienced like it. And I've been to sports, mm. you know, events all over the world at this point. But it's like the entire city turns up. Yeah, like there's oh, not, not is enough room. bigger
1: than like. Premier League or whatever it's called what is the Premier League it's no, a British expression for football <laughs> 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 like the, the I don't know like the top league of like professional sport NFL yes
0: <laughs> um, I would say because college football we're totally digressing right now but because it is more associated with like cities and hometowns mm-hmm. it gets a lot more love and also yeah. it's like it's like young kids who are like starting out in, in their professional sport career right so it's like everybody it's got a lot of love around it yeah yeah so
1: anyway okay so you did did this interview um,
0: and you were like ah Um, so the next day um,
2: my flight was from Auckland to Wellington and I was meant to get my Uber to the airport and at the same time my radio interview aired live yeah. And he gave out my email address and my phone number, and all of a sudden, like everything was blowing up. My phone wouldn't stop ringing. My emails went off. My phone, my website crashed, and I was like, oh my God. Wow. And <laughs> what have I, done? I missed my flight because I was just like, Ugh. yeah. And so, and I recruited like my mom and my boyfriend and my boyfriend's mom to like look after all the emails and stuff while I went and did this event. <laughs> Flew down to Wellington, did the event, and it was from, I think, 8 p.m. till. 12, Mm. midnight. Gotcha. Um, And throughout the event, I had two more requests for radio interviews the next morning at 5 and 7 in the morning. Wow. And so I just woke up, sculled some Red Bull and a cup of tea, (laughs) like splashed water (laughs) all over my face, did the interviews.
0: She means she took it like a shot. (laughs)
2: Sculled. It's like a translating thing. (laughs) I'm like, she? (laughs) (laughs) What this is? (laughs) And, yeah, so I... I flew back home and called my boss and said, I'm really sorry, but I have to quit and go full time. <laughs> I'm really
1: sorry,
0: but wow. i do not. Yeah, no it's been a month, exhaust. but I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so within 48 hours, I went from zero customers, zero systems in place to like three or four pieces of media and then quitting, going full time.
1: Oh my gosh. And just so kind what of
2: rocking back and forward in the fetal position for a while.
0: It's, it's a it, like when I look at or think about this story, I'm thinking two things. Number one, you just said yes. Yeah. Like, you just yeah. said yes. Like, yeah. you were, like, in, you know, it seems from your description that you were, like, a bit scared shitless. <laughs> and you, like, <laughs> yes. said yes <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's amazing. Mm. And then the number two is, like, the right place, right time thing. Like, you set yes. up a business. You saw a need set up a business. And then it's, like, right place, right time with that yes. business.
2: Mm. They say, what's that kind of lame quote? It's, like, luck is where opportunity meets p- preparation.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, like...
2: I prepared and I made this website and stuff, but I had no idea that w- that was going to happen. Like, that was yes. lucky that that happened, but it would never have happened if I didn't create the website in the first yeah. place, if I didn't kind of put a little bit behind the marketing and that kind of thing and right. invest in like it. it still
1: needs your hard work. It doesn't just happen for people. But no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's exactly
2: so um,
1: So, wait, so uh, it's an Airbnb, well, it was an Airbnb property management business where you're yes. helping doing the check-ins and the everything. check ins so, Chickens, chickens. <laughs> the so chickens.
0: She's looking after chickens. <laughs> yeah.
1: So suddenly you have all these bookings, yes. but it's still just you. Yes. How did you do that? Like, what happened? What happened? You don't uh, sleep very, very <laughs> much
2: the first little while. So I think the the big tournament was a couple months away, mm-hmm. and so it was a whole lot of onboarding all these properties onto the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I like recruited my mum and yeah. my boyfriend's mum and <laughs> one of my. Best friends, and we all just like got together and like did everything. Employees, I need employees. (laughs) I will feed you. (laughs) Not much, but I will feed you. And um, and we just we was worked really hard. I think I had six a.m. till midnight for months. Wow. um, Just of working, 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 Mm. Um, and then I ended up having. I think it ended up with ten staff at the end. So we had like photographers, cleaners, yes, um, operations people, and then you have like a whole list of maintenance people that you call on demand when things mm-hmm. go wrong because mm-hmm. they go wrong every hour of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and, and how many properties did you have?
2: Um, we ended up selling with around 180.
1: Wow. I wow. Think. Yeah.
2: So it was it was a fair amount, and it was quite intense after a while. So we yeah we ran it for two years, and it got to a point where I was just completely burnt out, mm. yeah. and I—you hear of this like term founder burnout—and it's yeah. just—it's awful to experience because you're just so exhausted, but you just keep going and going and going. And mm. every hour of the day that I wasn't working on the business, I would feel really guilty with myself and mad at myself for not doing something to to progress or to to better right. myself to in the business. Yeah, yeah. So um, it got to a point where I was like, I need to get someone in to manage manage it. Mm. Um or I need to fold it or I need to sell it and right. I just didn't really want to fold it because it'd been two years of really hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so I basically went and looked at I Googled again. Mm. <laughs> how to sell business. <laughs> and then it was How to like,
0: get out of this. <laughs> yeah,
2: help me. <laughs> and so I there was all these business brokers and I called a few and
0: mm. sat
2: down with them and and they said, Cool, it's like a thirty to fifty thousand dollar flat fee and then um, like, I'll introduce you to people and, and sell it. It's like, so you're getting 50K to introduce me to people and then I have to bring everything else. He's like, yeah. I was like,
1: mm. oh, that makes no <laughs> sense. And I'm,
2: I was at this point, <laughs> I'd had two years of kind of being looked down upon by men. Mm. Um, and, like, you know, in terms of, oh, it's a cute little project you're doing. And, oh, did daddy help fund this project? And, like, oh. Oh. <laughs> And, and like, you'd get slapped on the ass when you were going to meet clients and stuff. Like, it was awful. People
0: slapped you on the – hang on, let's pause. This is still happening.
2: Uh, Well, I haven't had it since I left that business, but it did happen a few times. Yeah, like, 2018,
1: like, it was not – No, I mean, like, in – Oh, yeah, no, it's still (laughs) happening. Yeah, it's extremely
2: inappropriate and awful. And when you – like, I was 23, 24, and I was just like, Mm. oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Mm. And there'd be times where I just wouldn't tell people that I owned the business because it's easier to just say I work for it. Mm. because, mm. and it's so sad to say now, but it was just what, like. do you
1: need a badge
0: that says CEO not to get slapped on the ass? I, know, I don't, I mean, don't like, know, what? I know. What?
2: And I called my mom I was like, I don't know what to do. Uh,
0: <laughs> he wasn't my customer anymore. Just like your, your reflex, just smack him in the face. Yeah, like, whoops, I didn't mean to elbow <laughs> you. <laughs> sorry, I'm sure your hand slipped, mine did too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, perfect, I love that for there next it go. Yeah, okay. so I'd,
2: I'd had this these two years of, of all those like snide little remarks and yeah, stuff. And, yeah, 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 And gotcha. Also I was very naive in everything I did with my business and it was much much of kind of just do it fall over make a mistake and do it again. Mm-hmm. And so when this guy said to me it'll be 30 to 50k I was like no nah, I'll just find my own intros. Yeah. Naively and probably stupidly. Um but then I just went onto LinkedIn and I googled all these CEOs of companies that I thought might want to buy it, and I just said, "Hey, I have a business. This is it. I'm selling yeah. it. Do you want to talk?" Yeah. And so I did that with maybe 10, 10 companies within New Zealand, Australia, and the UK. Yes. And ended up having, be, being in contract with five of them, ah. um, which was an interesting time. Um, what do you
1: mean being in contract? So
2: we'd we'd talk about it. We would I would tell them all the numbers and figures and stuff, and then yeah. like my lawyer and I would build up a contract and we would talk to see, like, what the figure was going to be and okay. if I was going to sell it to them.
0: You yeah. were in negotiations, basically. That's, yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, What
2: she you're... means is... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, okay. No, it's okay. Negotiations, <laughs> yes. Um, so there was a couple that I really liked, and there was one where I didn't know how it was going to turn out. And so my mm-hmm. Laura and I, it was um, the top real estate company in New Zealand, mm-hmm. one of the top real estate companies in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And it was all, you know, middle-aged white men style. Hierarchy. Hmm,
0: uh, How many ass slaps did you get that day? <laughs> None that day, but I did get a... Um, you my, get
2: the business. No ass laps <laughs> over here. Yeah, no, no. I'm so impressed with your professionalism. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, you I, didn't uh, call me
0: kiddo or miss uh, or smack my butt.
2: Oh, wait, you wait. <laughs> so I was in the boardroom, and it was myself and the CEO and the CFO of this yeah, company. And yeah. my lawyer couldn't make it that day, like last minute. Okay. So I was like, no worries, I'll just go on by myself. Yeah. And the deal was they'd give me X for the business and then I'd stay on for three years and help them grow it within New Zealand.
0: Gotcha. And I thought
2: this is a decent decent deal. Like I'm pretty happy with that idea. Um, and then the CFO was like looking at me funny and he's like, I'm going to be a little bit unpc." pc And I was like, here we go.
0: (laughs) If you have to say that, just (laughs) Just Just don't.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And so he said, I'm going to be a bit un-PC. He's like, are you going to have kids anytime soon? Because we just can't have Mm. that. And in my mind, I was like, so what? You're not going to buy the business because I'm a female and I want to have kids.
1: That's terrible. And then
2: out of my mouth, I said, no, I don't want kids. And then I had been fuming from the two years of all this stuff that had been said to me. And I was like, fuck it I don't even want to sell it to them anyway yeah and so I said yeah. I'm gonna be a little bit on PC <laughs> and I and I was, I was feeling like the boldest I've ever felt in my in my life <laughs> I've never felt so bold and I just said I opened up the real estate brochure in the middle of the boardroom table and it was all board of directors middle-aged mm-hmm. white men yeah and I look at the two white men in front of me and like down at the paper I'm like you don't really take the diversity box, do you? <laughs> oh! And he just like looked at me like, you little girl. <laughs> and he's like, good day to you. <laughs>
0: I say good day. Good day. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Oh
1: my God, good for Aww. you. Aww. To, to have the confidence to do that though, I think it's really admirable in that but, kind of situation. Oh, but I you would it have it had just... to
0: work with those guys for three years. Yeah. I mean, that's also self-preservation. Like, yeah. like yeah. I'm proud of you for having your feminist <laughs> moment. Like, yeah. that's obviously... It felt very feminist. Yeah, yeah, no, that's really good. Like, yeah good for you for standing up for yourself and for all women to those jerks but you also don't want to work for jerks for three years that's the whole point
1: of having your own business is that you don't have to work for jerks
0: yeah exactly
1: (laughs) and I think for the first
0: two
2: years I hadn't been bold enough or brave enough to Mm. to say something back or to say it's inappropriate or anything Mm. yeah and now I see it and I call it out straight away yeah Um, yeah but yeah, it took two years to kind of have that experience to That's then short. do something about it. Yeah, that's true. short.
0: It take like some women like let this shit build up for decades, and then all of a sudden, and sometimes they lose it, it
2: seems like it's such a small thing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he didn't mean to. Oh, this, all oh, this. It's mm-hmm. like so innocent. And then it just builds up and builds up and builds up and gets worse and worse. But you progressively don't see it as well, Mm. which I think is really hard. It's
1: just a joke. The fact that... Oh, don't be so hard.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: No, 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 no. Him asking you whether or not you were going to have kids in a a negotiation-type situation is actually illegal.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's an
0: actual illegal offense. Mm. That's
2: probably why he said it when my lawyer was not there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 So. But you didn't go with them. So no, I didn't news. go with them.
2: I ended up going with this company in the UK called Air Sorted, mm. and I think mm-hmm. they've rebranded to House.
1: House, yeah. House,
2: yeah. Yep. And they're um, pretty big now. Yeah, they yeah. were. They were really big. I think they were just like going to all different countries and taking up acquiring different companies, and it was perfect timing.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. Beautiful.
2: And yeah, sold to them. Very happy. And yeah. That was the end of the first one, which was nice.
1: And then, so, yeah, so you, you've sold the company. I'm guessing you've got a nice little bit of money behind you now. Yeah, Did you uh, then want time off or, yeah, what, what yeah, was your like, question
0: Yeah, did there? you, so wait, my, kind of along the same <laughs> line. So when you sold to them, were you like, okay, I don't want involvement after I sell? Like, what was, what deal did you take and why for mm-hmm. people wanting to sell businesses for the first time?
2: Um,
0: for this particular
2: one, it, I learned a, a lot with it, but I realized that I wasn't really into property management and mm-hmm. Airbnb, but I was really into business and starting businesses. Yes. Um, so for me, the deal was the best when it was just sell, give them 100% mm-hmm. and walk away. Okay. And that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And again, that was me being naive and not going through a broker. So the broker may have helped me with other things, but I didn't.
0: Right. Didn't. so you didn't keep the brand you didn't keep the name nothing they got everything they got everything yeah. and then you and took a payout I I like, <laughs> you took a payout I yeah. hope you did some sort of like global world tra- tour yeah uh, I went travelling for a bit yeah we
2: went we went and did a lot of travel good um, and then I moved to Sydney yeah uh, beautiful in 2018
1: Renee who's watching on Facebook Live says you go girl <laughs> oh love you Renee <laughs> thanks Renee <for
0: that. laughs> so <laughs> you're like I went <laughs> yeah. um, good day.
1: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> did day. you end up in Sydney then after um, the travel? It was, was. it always kind of part of your plan to want to move here, or was um, that over abroad Yeah,
2: the plan was always to continue doing other business mm-hmm. or do something, and yeah. I guess like Auckland to Sydney in terms of growth in startups is kind of like Sydney to San Fran mm-hmm. like it's just so much bigger here there's more opportunity yeah um there's more VCs and that kind of thing mm-hmm. so i moved to moved to sydney and ended up working in the fish burners co-working space mm-hmm. um, like day one of moving here I moved in there and just started basically meeting people and asking them all their problems to yep. try and figure out what the next business was going to be yeah and that was a really interesting experience because you'd sit down with people have a coffee and they'd tell you some pretty interesting serious problems and Like, okay yeah. not that one what about this one <laughs> <laughs> what about easier problems um, but that's kind of where the second business was born from and mm-hmm. while I was doing that I was also consulting and just working alongside other startups. In, mm, the, in the okay. co-working
0: space So yeah. you you took some time off Then you freelanced While mm-hmm. you built another business Or started building another business yes. Or did research, sorry Yeah So mm-hmm. it's
2: definitely the idea concept phase And now okay. it's kind of Going from idea concept To MVP executing which is...
0: Yes. So I want to talk um, about that. Yes. So like a lot of women will say to me things like, oh, I've got this great idea. I'm just so busy. You know, mm-hmm. I've got a full-time job or I'm a mom or like whatever I've got going on. So right now you're working on your second business while you've got a full-time job.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So tell us about that.
2: Well, yeah. Um, I think one of the best traits to have as an entrepreneur or a founder or whatever you want to call it mm. is to be self-motivated and yes. be able to wake up at 5 o'clock and work between 5 and 8.30 on your business and mm. then do your lunch break on your business and then maybe do a quick gym and then work on your business at night time and to say no to things that you'd otherwise say yes to. Mm-hmm. Like I've said, you know how it's always like be the yes person and always say yes to things. I'm actually all advocating for be the no person and say no to things mm. like, oh, do you want to go do this and go socialize and do this and this and this and, this and drink and go out and party and mm. then be hungover the next day. Yeah. No, like yeah. it's easy to say yes because it's so much more fun. Yeah. To say yes, but I think it's really important to if you really, really, really want to start the business, mm. you have to start saying no and prioritize yeah. it as the number one thing. And right now, it might be hard because because you do want a social life. And, yeah. And it is hard right. to say no, but the rewards at the end are yeah. so much greater and you
1: have to prioritise it if that's yeah, what exactly. you want to achieve yeah,
2: yeah. so for mm-hmm. me that's exactly what I do I wake up early I work on the business I will work on the business most nights and sometimes I like literally block out times in my calendar so if someone says let's have dinner I say I'm sorry I'm busy tonight mm. if you say I'm sorry I'm working on my business tonight they would be like oh no you can work on that anytime
1: Yeah, it's like no I
2: can't <laughs> because if I always say yes <laughs> then it will never happen and then it will be three years and someone else has done it yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So that's, yeah, it's, it's depending how much you really, really want it and how much you can prioritize. The second thing that I'm probably going to try and do soon is go part-time. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you get a little bit of traction or you can get a little bit of investment or right. whatever it might be, you know, take off one day a week mm. and then take off two days a week mm-hmm. and then slowly you're working part-time and then you're working full-time on your business. <laughs> yeah. And it was like with the first business. I had nothing until literally 48 hours later I was full time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't always happen. Or in fact that probably never happens. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you just have to be prepared to kind of make that make that leap. Um mm-hmm. and then I have a really supportive work as well. Like when I interviewed for this job that I'm in now, I told them that I'm starting a business or that I have this business on the side. Mm-hmm. And that and I was like, I will never let it affect my full time job. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll always put that first. Um, but I will one day leave.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah so you business. run a marketing team too, right as your day job?
2: Yeah, so the I work for a venture capital firm called Black Nova VC and yeah. we're a fairly new VC um we're in the middle of raising a first round which is really exciting. Mm. And so we yeah, I'm head of marketing for them. And so if Beautiful. we invest heavily in A startup, then I'll help them with their marketing as well and look Mm -hmm. at the strategy and that kind of thing. So it all kind of ties in quite nicely. Yeah, that's really cool. So
1: when you're doing marketing for the VC, that is to help them to raise funds to then have the fund to invest in (coughs) businesses
2: not so much when we're raising the fund because mm. when we're raising the fund it's not like hey look at us we're raising a fund come invest in us yeah. Yeah. it's more to put ourselves out there in the ecosystem as one of like the great VCs that want to invest in you because okay. we're competing we're not competing really we're kind of we're friendlies with all the other VCs but we want to you know find the best of businesses to invest in and we want uh. to be known as you know, founder friendly and mm-hmm. and and one that, you know, can help grow your business as yeah. well. So,
1: so it's more like founder marketing rather than trying almost, to like get investors. Yeah, it's yeah. almost
2: like getting us out into the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that we're starting is um, a VC 101 podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, like 10 things. minute snippets of exactly what VC is and how VC works because mm. we're finding that A, founders have no idea. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm the same when I was a founder. I had no idea what VC meant or what... Mm-hmm what term sheets meant or anything, yeah, like yeah. what's a safe note versus a convertible note. Mm-hmm. And the same with investors, like early stage investors or angel investors wanting to put money into the VC don't understand mm-hmm. what that actually means. And so mm-hmm. we're trying to demystify the wild world oh, of VC. Cool. So Can't it's Can't
1: wait to listen. That's
0: <laughs> exciting.
2: It's really interesting, like yeah. writing all the scripts and stuff, because it has to be kind of scripted because... It is very factual. It's educational. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We can't just yeah. talk about chickens and. You know? <laughs> yeah, not like our silly podcast. VC <laughs> yeah. sound fun though. That's my that's my thing. I don't know how to make it sound fun yet. Maybe we'll bring you guys on. Yeah. You need like a yeah.
0: We we'll, we we'll, I bet the three of us could do it. I think we could <laughs> just drop jokes
2: can, yeah. all day. <laughs> be so much fun. Yeah, compared to football or something I don't know yeah
1: right so you've had this amazing success story and you're working in marketing now for this VC firm and also helping other startups with their marketing plan for everyone that's listening that has got a startup and no budget and Mm -hmm. isn't really sure what's your like number one tip or advice um, for a startup to do their marketing successfully
2: (sighs) number one tip it's
1: quite broad it's a (laughs) tough one
2: (laughs) I guess when I was starting out I mean I don't know if it's as relevant now, Mm. and it it depends on what your business is as well, what what kind of channels you'll Mm. use, but you can start out with pretty small budgets on Facebook and Instagram, and then Mm. if you make a win or you make a sale, then you can use that and just put it straight back into your marketing budget, and don't Mm. make any profit now because you're not going to, Mm -hmm. Um, and just keep putting it back into the marketing, back into the marketing. One thing that I did that worked really well with the Airbnb um, startup was I figured out who my main target market was and it was kind of uh over 30 men and women that own homes yeah um and Adele was coming to New Zealand and so I paid like $600 for two Adele tickets because she sold out straight away Mm. but I used that and said win some tickets from Adele tag the person that you would take to the concert um and that just was just like thousands and thousands of eyes to the site. Yeah. And that got me customers from that. So it was just kind of out-of-the-box marketing. It doesn't always have to be online digital marketing. It can be It can be other ways of doing Giveaways. it. But I don't know really one tip. I think one tip for startups is, in general, like people have brilliant ideas and you've got your idea, you've got your concept, but step three is actually executing on the idea. Yeah. And the execution part is the part that like 50% don't do, maybe mm-hmm. even 90% don't yeah. do. I made that stat up. But I feel like a (laughs) lot of people don't do like...
0: She's like, like, it's really... 93% of people don't do this.
1: (laughs) And so,
2: you know, everyone's like, oh, I've got this great idea, but I just don't know where to start. And so just start by writing it down. Like, start by putting small steps in place. I always start with if I have a business that I want to create or start, you know, doing something where they start with a name and then I buy the domain name. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. I have, like, a, a lot of domain names that are unused. Yeah. Hopefully someone's going to want to buy them from me one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, it just it puts, like, pen to paper and you, you're doing yeah. something every single day, whether yeah. it's networking with someone, where it, whether it's, you know, making a to-do list of what colors you're going to do for the logo. Like, it sounds really small, um, but every single thing, do something every day to, to build it, and all of a sudden you mm. could have... Someone calling you for an interview. Yeah, yeah. And then it just turns into
0: capture your ideas, something. do something. Yeah. yeah, I've got a notes app that's full of like random oh, ideas yeah. for businesses, and stuff. yeah. And then I've got like a voice memo. Thing. Yeah. And nice. it's really funny because I'll listen to old voice memos, and it'll be like, I don't know, July two thousand eighteen great idea and then I love that Like walking down the street and like see this idea I'll listen to it and I'll be like that is a really stupid idea (laughs) it is the worst idea I've ever heard
2: I I had a book that I bought like Mm. back in 2014 2015 Mm -hmm. and it was to write all the ideas down that I had and I found it the other day and I just like young me was so lame, but I I still love it. I was just like I wrote a quote. I think it was like Eleanor Roosevelt on the very first page. And of course, it was, it was Eleanor. Do something every day that scares you. Yeah. Twenty fifteen. And I
0: was yeah. like, Aww. yes. That's like almost worse than like reading your diaries <laughs> yeah. about like
1: relationships with old boyfriends that were absolute it's so shit. Fun. And <laughs> you're like exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. what? You've come worked, a long way. You've worked really hard in like what you're doing now a full-time job and doing your business and even back um, when you were doing Idle, the airbnb Mm. management company and you mentioned that um you had that entrepreneur burnout oh yeah and it was awful yes um how are you getting around that now and not burning out with having a demanding full-time job with Mm. doing your (laughs) 5am starts um or what would your advice be to your younger self on how to avoid getting to that point
2: um smiling because I don't think I am doing that now.
0: I'm like I'm so tired <laughs> do you have any ideas? Um, yeah help yeah. me
2: no I think that would be yeah, a piece of advice that I'd give to myself is to not be so hard on yourself mm. and not kick yourself if you're not working in your business all of the time and yeah. to get sleep like yeah. I've really appreciated sleep in the last few years yeah. um, and how important it is and how beneficial it is to actually be better at what you want to do anyway mm-hmm. yeah um, and, you know, sometimes say yes to social things. Like I definitely yeah. don't say no to everything.
1: No, no, of course. Right. But <laughs> never say no to sleep. Never say no to sleep. <laughs> and just looking
2: after yourself as well. Yeah. Like yeah. you can get into a phase where you just eat badly, don't sleep enough, and then mm. it's not it's just not good for your body. Like fill yeah. your body with the right things and then your body's gonna work better for you. Right. Um right. but yeah, be kinder to yourself. Yeah. 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 And also as scary as it is, stand up to the
0: Um, Last thing, do you want to give us any hint about what this new business is that you're working on?
2: Oh, yeah. I I can tell you. (laughs) It might be more than a minute, though. Is that okay? No, go. (laughs) Okay. Well, it is. So basically when I was figuring out everyone's problems, Mm -hmm. um, a few problems kind of stood out and they molded together. And one of them was financial literacy for kids, Mm-hmm. So for some reason in New Zealand and Australia, I think in America and maybe in England, correct me if I'm wrong, we're not taught financial literacy in school. We're mm-hmm. not taught of about not. No. you know, how to buy a house, what taxes are, how to pay your taxes, what right. afterpay actually means. You're buying stuff without your own money. Yeah. Um, but we're taught about calculus and trigonometry and stuff that's super useful in our everyday lives. <laughs> and so... That for me was yeah. a really big problem. The second one was parents are really scared for their kids' financial future, but they're also not educated themselves mm. to then pass it on to their kids. Mm. And then when you know we go into adulthood, we have no understanding of money, but we also have no money to start. Mm. Um, so basically from these problems, I've created something called, well, I'm creating, it's called Wonder Fund, and essentially it's an investment platform for kids. And so it's allowing friends and family to contribute to a child's future rather than giving them You know, toys, which are really bad for the environment, hyper-consumerism. And that's why I asked you before we started if you had kids. And so what's your your kid's name?
0: I have a Henry and a Jonas, and this one's going to be called Rumi. In fact, by the time this episode airs, she might be born. Okay, so so
2: let's go with Rumi. Rumi's just born, and Rumi gets (laughs) like 30 toys from all your friends and family around the world. Right. A, Rumi has no idea that she's even got these toys because she's just been born.
0: Right. There's no
2: little to no future benefit. And it's really bad for the environment because most toys, like 95%, that's a real fact, 95% (laughs) of toys can't be recycled. So it's just really bad for the environment. Right. So instead of, you know, if Sylvie and I came to Rumi's birthday party, instead of giving her a $50 toy, you put that $50 into her Wonder Fund that's invested over the first 18 to 25 years of her life. Mm -hmm. And then she has money to start. Adulthood with so
1: this is brilliant, beautiful, That's and awesome. she has an
0: education. Perhaps and yes, of so course. That yeah, she can so can the financial literacy side yeah. as well. So yeah. there's like
2: a learning platform and everything. And yes. then when I was doing all the research uh, last year, a lot of people said that you know gifting money can be an ugly transaction. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. completely agree. And in like our society and um, our culture, it can be an ugly transaction. So uh-huh. as well as that, it's um, it's kind of a memory bank as well. So let's say. Um, Auntie Sarah and where do you where are you from in the states? Yeah.
0: I grew up in Ohio.
2: In Ohio, I oh, love Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Auntie Sarah from Ohio gives little Rumi a fifty dollars in her wonder fund, and mm-hmm. then posts a video of her like saying a piece of advice or yep. a video of her and Rumi on her fifth birthday or whatever it is. So and then she has a timeline of all the important people in her life growing up, mm-hmm. and that Aww. part like is really special to me as well because. When I grew up, my grandparents not once gave me a toy, but always gave me money in a letter. Yeah. And, like, my grandpa's just passed away, but his letters are still there, and it's just right. so special. So I love that part
1: that's beautiful. of the
2: business. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to create.
1: Oh, I absolutely love that. And do you know what? Mm-hmm. Um, my partner's brother um, recently had a baby, well, so I was saying recently, a year and a half ago. Congrats. And we were like, we don't want to get her anything, but an index fund so open an index fund Love this. <laughs> <her. laughs> yeah like, and th- th- it took them ages to do it and it was really yeah. complicated and it's not very nice like she's yeah. not gonna yeah. she'll benefit and she'll be f- grateful when she's older that all we ever do is give her money in an index fund absolutely but it's not an experience that she's gonna share and like love exactly so I think this is brilliant I yeah. hope you um, launch it in the UK as well. And then okay. The you're, you're the second <laughs> country. Maybe the third.
2: I have to probably do New Zealand second.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Loyalty. I,
1: like, I would, yeah, I'd market appreciation. I'm totally down. This is so Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Well, You'll and you're tapping customer.
0: into a couple really interesting things, right, mm-hmm. when you think about trends and startups mm-hmm. and, and the way that we use social media today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, when you're thinking about, like, the timeline aspect, right, the reason that is so popular is because we like to look back on those memories and those highlight reels exactly. of our lives. yeah. So you're giving that a, a home Yeah, with everything else that you're offering, which is really beautiful. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. And I think it's, yeah, especially important when those people are no longer – Around. Mm, of course. And it just, it, yeah, it's lovely. And you can like tap into your fifth birthday and see who was there for your fifth birthday and that mm, kind of thing. So it's, yeah, yeah I'm really excited about this it. This is
1: amazing. Yeah. Wow. What an Thanks. idea. Love it. Thanks. That's I'm really excited. <laughs>
0: it's been hard. I'm dying. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I'm
1: so tired. <laughs> Would you ever get a co founder?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: I do.
1: Are you looking for one? Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> That's um, a whole process in itself. Yes. Mm. It's like a marriage. I'm not married, but like mm. it's hard. You've got to find someone that you really connect with and mm. that you can spend all this time with, mm. but have differing views as well and mm. completely different skill sets.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um,
2: I think I might have found one this week. I'm quite excited about it. Mm. We'll see. Mm. Don't know yet. A
1: technical co founder?
2: I would prefer a technical co founder yeah. and then have a team of financial advisors. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll see.
1: Oh well, see see how it goes, uh, yeah.
0: well, We hope you guys have enjoyed. Oh, look at all the comments popping <laughs> up. You are so popular. Jeez, I go on live by myself and there's crickets. Here we are. I'm a bit jealous. I really to be honest. have no eyesight. I can't see what they say. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening live. And we're going to say bye-bye to Jess for now. Leave right, us uh, messages in the comments if you have questions for her or us. Yeah. And we hope you tune in next time
2: amazing thank you guys thank you
1: this podcast was brought to you by invoice to go we're an invoicing and billing app that helps business owners work and get paid from anywhere at any location around the globe and we're helping close the gender-based pay gap because the current us gender-based pay gap sits at around 19 percent listeners of the female founders network podcast will get exactly 19 percent off of any subscription Just use the code EMPOWERWOMEN at checkout.